rinse and repeat. YouTube, Glow Yard Game, MFFLs, podcast listeners all over the globe. You guys listen, we are back yet again with a brand spanking new one for your head top. It is your boys here on We Top Mavs here on the Globe Mavs YouTube channel. Uh, unfortunately, King is a uh, something came up just a minute ago, literally just a minute ago. So uh, he might be able to pop on, but chances are it's probably not. But still joining me tonight, man. I got any from the Dallas Prospect YouTube channel on with me. Was good, man. Nothing much, bro. Let's uh, get into it. So I won't. I will. I wouldn't say same old, same old, but yeah, yeah. It was a little it's, different. It's, it was it's a little just, different. Yeah, it's a little different. We'll get into it. But before we do all that, man, listen. If you're brand new to the channel, guys, if you enjoy map content. Please do us a huge favor and hit that subscribe button, guys. And also, once you hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell so you guys will know exactly when we drop another banger for your head top. And also, hit that like button, guys. That'll help build up the algorithm to reach more math fans like yourself to join the Glow Yard game. All right, any man, you ready to get into it, man? Man, let's do this. All right, man. So uh, here's a score of the game tonight. Uh, Dallas loses a fourth in a row 115 to 124 to the milwaukee bucks they dropped to 11th and 9 and 10 so far all right uh so here are the uh top performers of the, of the we got luca with 27 5 and 12 and then Giannis with 30 11 and 4 and 1 for him it, it was a um it was a it was an okay game for Luca, man. Uh, they 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 were pretty physical with him today. Uh, it it kind of showed too, but he still put up very solid numbers and very efficient. But we're gonna get into all that. Let me go ahead and read off these uh, stats for the people here at home. Uh, Dallas shot fifty one percent from the field, forty one percent from three, sixteen to twenty five from the free throw line. Uh, the Bucks shot fifty five percent, forty five percent from three, and eleven for fifteen from the free throw line. So, which is crazy, bro, because. Both teams made 17 threes, and it felt like the Bucks made more than that. It did. It did feel like that. Feel like that. It, it, it felt right like now, that. I thought. Was not missing. I, yeah, which they only shot 45 percent. I mean, only, but you know what I mean. I, I just it yeah. felt like it was worse than that. Like it was in the 50s or something. But yeah. But yeah, man. Um, go ahead, man. Let us know, man. What's on your mind, man? What you take away from this game today, man? Well, so I'll, excuse me if I make this longer than it has to be, but. I remember, <clears throat> I believe it was the first time we played the Brooklyn Nets. I came on here, um, and I remember being frustrated with the outcome. Not really with the outcome of that game, just with what I saw in that game, even though we won. Now, I remind you guys, when when I get frustrated with stuff, and, or generally when I react to stuff in a positive or negative uh, way it's generally because of the thought process that goes into um, into the decision or you know whatnot um, so with that being said I was not as mad about the outcome of this game um, from what I saw than I was last night even though um, I guess last night was, you know, last night was probably the worst loss out of the two. Um, but it, it's not it's not necessarily the outcome that I'm looking for. Um, 
it's the it's the thought process because if I want to duplicate, you know, the outcomes that I will want to see, um, it's gonna come from the thought process, right? So what I saw today, I saw an actual adjustment, which was one of the things for some crazy reason we did not see from from Coach Kidd all year long. Um, he, I looked at his quotes. He said one of the reasons why he went to Christian Wood at the beginning of the second half is because it was a shootout uh, and that we needed buckets. So he decided, hey, let me run with uh, uh, Christian Wood instead of Dwight Powell or whatever. Um, cool. That is some. It shouldn't have taken him this long, but I, I'm not sure I want to. I want to beat him up now that he finally made the decision. Um, I I tweeted you during the game. I'm not sure if anyone else even follows me on Twitter, but my Twitter handle handle was on my, on my, I guess block or whatever. But um, and I tweeted stuff is down below. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, follow awesome. him on Twitter. So I tweeted out that it it was actually kind of frustrating to see how how uh, efficient that two man game is with Luca and Christian Wood because it's like we were we have been calling for it all year, yeah, and you know we finally see it come to fruition and, and it brought us pretty much all, almost all the way back um, against the Bucks. So it was not like we did it against a crap team. Um, we did it against one of the best teams in the league. Now imagine if that was something that we did um, more often against um, those teams that were probably down, you know, starters or star players or superstars. If you wouldn't have did something like that against them, maybe the outcome would have been a little bit different. Um, and so, you know, that was one of the things I was thinking of when I was watching the game. Now, hopefully, um, as we were moving on to, you know, next game against the Warriors and beyond that, that we're beginning to see more moves that make sense. The more more Christian Wood playing 30-plus minutes, more Josh Green playing 20, 25 minutes, um, more Reggie Bullock <laughs> resting. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But uh, I know he's probably, that's probably not going to happen. But more Reggie Bullock probably playing under 20 minutes, probably playing 15 to 20 minutes until he gets over his set slow start and he begins to hit threes and play better defense. Um, because the fact of the matter is uh, we are the stuff that we're valuing from these players. The reason why they are getting the minutes that they're getting. Um, if I'm, if I was to believe coach kid is that these guys are better defensively and they, and they play well with Luca, but and when you say play well with Luca as in they, they can shoot threes good. However, we are not seeing anything on both ends. We are seeing guys who are, who are shooting can't, that can't shoot. And we're seeing guys that are you know, defenders that can't defend. Um, and it's really hurting the minute distribution on this team, the, the rotation. Uh, it's, it's for some reason, the only person that has to earn his minutes is Christian Wood, which is our second best player in the team. I still, I still believe that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's just weird. You know, I've said it from I've said it many times that I think the energy around Christian Wood, as soon as that trade was announced, had been weird from the moment go um, with the with the coaching staff, with the front office, with some of the media members. Um, we know the media members we're talking about. It just has been weird ever since they announced it. Uh, and so hopefully with with this change, it became clear as day. 
I, I just want I, hopefully he's become because I think if they would have played a lesser team, um, if it wasn't the Milwaukee Bucks, because look, I understand we lost the game today, but you know, not a lot of teams have beaten the Milwaukee Bucks this year. Um, if we would have yeah. done what we done um, this game against other teams, what will our record would have been? So, uh, I'm you know, hopefully better days are ahead for the Mavs. Um, I'm I'm trying to be positive. Uh, I'll tell you this: uh, this game was a lot more fun than it has been watching the Mavs game in a long time, regardless of the outcome. Um, yeah. You know, it, they they look somewhat competitive. You know, they were giving up wide open threes left and right and stuff like that. But, you know, baby steps, I guess. It's a long turnaround. We've still got a long season left to go. What you think? Oh, man, where do I begin with this, man? Um, I mean, let me start off with saying it wasn't that bad. It was, like you said, it was entertaining. It was, it was entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining. I love the pick. Uh, Christian Wood and Luka. I had fun watching the game with the with the math Twitter today, man. It's been a while since I actually just sat and watched the game and was on Twitter at the same time, man. Just mm-hmm. interacting with folks it was pretty fun. Um, like you said, man. Look, I like I like the aggressiveness that our really our five players, our top five players, uh, played with today. That's Josh Green, Dinwiddie, Luca, Dodo, and Christian Wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, our our three top scorers all scored over twenty. Now, usually when they, you got your, your three best players all scoring over 20, that's usually a recipe for for a win. But like you said, man, the defense was atrocious today, man. They gave up way too many threes. Uh, the paint was just an open, wide open lane for anybody who wanted to come in there. Um, and we got out-rebounded. Matter of fact, what was the rebounded score? So uh, we got out-rebounded. Okay, it's only about eight. It just felt like it was more than that, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause they had what? Well, dang, we we beat them in second chance points. No, they. This is crazy. Oh. I just felt like the game was different. Yeah, we we had um, we had fifteen. They had fourteen. Oh, okay. Um, let me see. That's not what I'm looking for though. Oh, here it go. Okay, so they we had second chance points. Yeah, it was uh fifteen to fourteen. Yeah, contrary oh. to other other podcasts, uh, we actually believe losing the rebounding battle is a is a big deal and it's something that we should fix instead of you know. There's some podcasts out there that think, oh, rebounding is not that big of a deal and we can win games regardless of how how much we're getting out rebounded by. But I, I, I can I can guess who that is, but I'm not going <laughs> to do it right now. Um, <laughs> I digress. Know, yeah, the, the, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> go down that road. Um, yeah. No, no, no. So uh, but like I said, it just, it just felt like we got demolished on the boards. It felt like we got. You know, shot at the gym. It felt like they shot a ton of threes on us. Which, mm-hmm. they, like I said, both teams made seventeen. Um, now, both teams shot of, good too. Yeah, and both teams shot well. They both shot with fifty percent, which it just felt like it was different, man. I don't know what it was. And like I said, for for these numbers, for your three best players, and then you sprinkle in the Josh Greens and the Dodo stuff like that, man. This it just it's crazy looking at those numbers and stuff like that and seeing what those players did that we lost the way we did. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. I guess that's why I felt like it was a little bit more entertaining. It was a little bit more of a competitive game mm-hmm. compared to like the last, you know, maybe few hand, uh, few games or whatever. So, um, I I I'm with you, man, on the whole Christian Wood thing. I was completely shocked that Jason Kidd put him in the second half. I'm not gonna lie to you, it just felt like listening to Kidd to, 
uh, reasoning for putting him in the second half after, in the post game show, it felt like he really didn't want to put him in. Yeah, that's what it really felt like to me. I, 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 felt, I, I, felt, me. I don't know. Honestly, would have felt better about the decision if I didn't read what he said after the game because it didn't sound like that's something he's going to stick to. Yeah, it sounded like oh, you know, we're we're in a shootout, so we're just going to go with him because his offense because of his offense. It's like um. No, you should go with him because he's your second best player, and you should probably continue to go with him because we're beginning to have all these crappy starts. You know, we went out, we got on a 15 point lead against the Toronto Raptors, and it was pretty much gone by the end of the first quarter, which <laughs> that shouldn't happen. Uh, and if you had more guys that can, you know, can actually take advantage of what Luca is actually doing offensively, maybe it will be a lot you know, more beneficial for the whole team in terms of trying to fight back. Because this whole fight, you know, trying to dig ourselves out of holes after the first quarters, it should be tiresome. You know? Yeah, and you, you should tell, because prob- look, look, it's like, it's not the first time we've seen it this year where they're digging themselves out of a hole and you can mm-hmm. see the energy is completely gone. Yeah. You use all your energy trying to dig yourself out that hole. Yeah, we it's go so on, we go on like 10-0, 13-0 runs just to be within five points. You know what yeah. I mean? We had to be yeah. like, what game was that, man? We was down like we we battled all the way back to like two, and then the team just blew it right back up. Yeah, it like, it, no, it's it's very tough. It's very tough, mm-hmm. it's, you know, because it's such a, you know, as time goes, the margin of error shrinks, and yeah. you know, even though you know you're probably tired because you're working your ass off trying to get you know back in the game, you know, one little mishap, that whole all your efforts can go down the drain and so you know that's one of the things the Mavericks should look into is okay what are what are some avenues we should take to you know have better starts and, and you, the reason why the reason why is because of the starting lineup look who you got in the starting lineup mm-hmm. if you put your big guns out there first man and hit them in the mouth for, uh, early you mm-hmm. would have these uh situations where okay we got to like we said before you got to count on these guys on the bench to come in and try to pick up the offensive load yeah and then you're sitting there expecting christian wood to be superman when he comes off the bench it's like if you start these guys start christian <laughs> wood start green mm-hmm. that lineup that they had what was it third quarter it was uh wood dodo green uh spencer and luca they need mm-hmm. to go with that five that's, they need that's to go with that five. five. That's the five. That, right that's there. the five right there. Yes. <laughs> um. I, I, and you can tell, man. Like, like you said, that was the, that was the the five that was getting them back into the game and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um. Let me ask you a question before I go on. What do you think about the officiating tonight? Wasn't it, it wasn't bad, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, they had more personal fouls than we did. A, a lot of they had a lot more personal fouls than we did. Uh. I'm trying to think there wasn't anything super egregious that comes to mind, which that's pretty much how I would want most games to go. Um, my, my thing is, I don't, I don't like, I don't like when there's inconsistency in the tone of the game. Like it was like, it's like they had like little pockets of inconsistency in the game. It's like you let them play and then mm-hmm. you call ticky text. You let yeah. them play. Then you call you ticky text. It's like, yeah. bro, like what, how am I supposed to know how the game's gonna flow if you keep changing up the, the flow of the game? Yeah, how it's gonna be a referee, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's the part that made me mad. It's like, okay, you was calling these fouls, like every you know, time somebody got touched, you was calling these fouls, but then we want you to call we need you to call the foul with dudes are getting bodied in the paint and slapped and knocked down and all that type of stuff. You don't call anything. You let them be physical then. It's like, bro, mm-hmm. like, what are we doing? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so 
I can uh, I can understand that line of reasoning. Um, like yeah, if you're, it, it I'm just saying, like if you don't play physical, as, play physical, like yeah. Because if you're actually if you're playing in the game, you know you're taught to you know kind of play to play to the refs and whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it will be tough to do that if they're constantly changing up how they're call, how they're making the calls. So right. I can see uh, usually um, how I just look at the look at the game is are they making any game breaking calls and whatever? Cause I know they're, they're not going to be perfect. They're they're at no point are they going to be perfect. There's no, there's really rarely a time where, um, you know, we come out of a game and be like, you know what? That was a well ref game. You know, no, that, that, right. <laughs> a a, a well ref game is a game that we didn't complain about the refs. We didn't complain about the refs. So maybe I, my I, bar, like, you know, my I bar like that referee so, game. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. My bar is so low when it when it comes to refs. It is almost like, hey, if you didn't make any like boneheaded calls at the end of games, then mm-hmm. uh, what? It's it's a whatever for me. You get a you get a pass for me. That's how low the bar the bar is, but. You know, I, I didn't I didn't look into it. Um, just a lot of late just a lot of late calls, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot oh, of late calls. And that's oh, that's yeah. all part of the, the flow I was talking about. Like you kinda mm-hmm. you know, you have these little pockets of time just like, okay, we're gonna slow the game down for, okay, then we're gonna we're gonna let them play. Slow it down, okay, we're gonna let them yeah, play. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. so uh, we need a rhythm here, sir. You gotta let us know what's going on. Yeah. And man, um this I don't want to. I don't want to say this, man. But does this Dang team it. appear to be? Does this team appear to be soft? Our team is soft. Yeah. Welcome to the math. Welcome to Mavs fandom. <laughs> like, uh, I, bro, I didn't want to say it, man. We've been soft I didn't since. We've been. We've been soft since 2011. That's it, just, just the way. That's just the way Mav, the Mavs are. That we don't. We don't. We don't value having tough players you know we have one our last tough player was probably Deshaun Stevenson I mean <laughs> you remember we got we got uh I forgot his first name Johnson from from oh Minnesota uh, uh, James Johnson James Johnson yeah yeah and, and we paired him with uh shit I'm excuse uh, me sorry uh Josh Richardson Josh Richardson they're supposed yeah. to be like the the tough guys are coming in I remember they they caught the same flight coming into Dallas, and we're like, "Oh, the, the dogs are on the way." Maybe they both played for Miami <laughs> together at one point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're supposed to be the t- like we we've always known like we're we're always lack toughness. It's, toughness and athleticism is one thing that Mavericks has never have figured out really since uh, I've been watching them. They never really had an abundance of of young talent athleticism and toughness they really is always oh we got we got our star let's you know surround him with finesse type players you know that was actually one of the things uh people said about the mavericks when when they're in their come up is um you were too finesse of a team you remember like barkley would call us a jump shooting team Jump shooting team, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's always been that's always been our mark. So that's not, yeah. Their team has been shit. I, really, I if you think that. about it too. It's normally you you get called whatever your the style of your uh, star player is. Mm-hmm. Nobody, 
if you look at Milwaukee, people think that Milwaukee's tough. Why? Because Giannis is a tough player. Yeah. Um, they look at the uh, the Mavericks. They're, they're flashy. Why? Because you Luca's a flashy player. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's always going to depend on who your star player is. Um, That's true. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Luca is soft. Um, he just. I mean, yeah, he does. He, he he grew he grew up in that in that soccer environment playing for Real Madrid so you know he does things to embellish uh you know maybe uh when he gets knocked down he like takes an extra long time to get up make it look like he just got you know completely destroyed um I wouldn't call that soft I would just say just you know terms of gamesmanship but you know other other things yeah and trying to deal with a team like that has a guy like Giannis on their on their team. We don't have uh as we have moments when we're we're tough. I, I can recall uh one of the first times we matched up against Zion and that was a in twenty twenty, that was a game where I was quite impressed how tough we we you know held him. I remember Maxi was the primary defender on Zion and he did a he did a really good job, you know withstanding the abuse that Zion was trying to get to him. But, you know, we, we, I would, I would never describe the Mavericks as a team with, that's tough, very finesse, but not tough. But, um, especially offensively too. We we don't have anyone to even take it to the rim. (laughs) Except Luca, Luca Royd and Spencer. I was gonna uh, touch on some stuff from here, man. Uh, can we can we go ahead and touch on the whole uh, Tim Hardaway thing? <laughs> Listen, what? it's funny to me how we heard about the whole. I know everybody been bringing this up on Twitter. We always hear about the whole. Oh, gotta earn it. You gotta earn. You gotta it. earn it. Gotta Let me earn ask you, any? How did Tim Hardaway earn a starting position? Maybe, maybe you can help me with this because I'm confused. I'm, I'm just I, like, I mean, I, I hear I about be, you talk about people earning things. I can be a conspiracy theorist, and okay, honestly, how I and I'm, it's not, it's not going to be that deep, but honestly, it's whoever's whoever was on that team that went to the Western Conference Finals for some reason had special treatment. Yep. Why I don't know. Um, it was cool um, going there. It was feel good time it was house money um and i don't know how the front office thinks they think that oh because we went to a western conference therefore we're a western conference team um we got western conference finals players um but that wasn't the case it's a it's a it was a a kind of a lightning in the bottle top situation i think if we were to go through that experience again i don't think they will make it to the western conference finals if i can be completely real um, because our, our roster just doesn't is not conducive of it. You know, we have to have guys play above their level for for a long time, especially to help out Luca. Um, which because they were, it definitely made it a lot easier for Luca to do his thing. Um, I, I almost kind of forgot my train of thought where I was going with that, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, what was the question again? Oh no, I was just asking. I was really being hypothetical. Oh, should I say? Uh, oh, really yes, that's right. Okay, that's, I remember now. About, I remember the, yeah. now. About Tim Hardaway. Yeah, so Tim Hardaway, um, you know, even though he didn't play, he was on the team 
Um, you know, he was cheering his guys on. Um, you know, as much as I like the energy of Theo Pinson, um, he was there too. And that because he was there, that's why he got his next contract. Um, that was why Maxi got extended. Um, if it was any, I feel like if it was any other team, um, Theo Pinson would not would not have been um, signed again. Um, Maxi probably wouldn't have been extended. Um, and guys wouldn't be getting automatic playing time regardless of how they're playing. Like the only person that needs to earn their minutes on this team is Christian Wood. Yep. Honestly, it is, it's for some reason I, I understand it. I can't explain it. Um, because we have a bunch of guys, like we said before, their job is to play defense and, sh- and shoot threes, and they're not doing both well. But for some reason, not only are they getting starter minutes, but they're closing games. And you have other guys who who weren't on the team last year, but they're coming in. Um, you know, the team is trying to fill them out. For some reason, they put up 25 points to begin uh, the first game and second game. Um, I Probably like 20-something points the, the third game. Um, and we're still, you know, hesitant to even put him in the closing lineup, let alone the starting lineup. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, like I said, it's been weird vibes around the whole Christian Wood experiment since the moment go. And I don't like it. And it's literally one of the reasons why this year has not been fun. Um, yeah. I'm the type of mass fan that I can find a reason to watch them at any time. Right. Even when we were tanking, um, I would, I, I still caught 90% of the games and I, and I would make, it was appointment television for me. I would make it a point. I'll schedule, kind of my day around watching the Mavs games now because they're so they're so not fun to watch or predictable um I can't stand the coaching decisions um I'm almost like I will catch it if I can if there's something better that comes along let me do that it's almost for health reasons too because it's like why am I freaking watching this thing that's gonna piss me off stress you out yeah Yeah. man listen my life I, uh, <laughs> if it weren't for this show, man, I, I wouldn't even be watching the games. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I went downstairs uh, and I had my wife with something. And so uh, she was like, ain't the game on? Like, you want to turn the TV on down here to watch? I'm like, eh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Whatever you need. They, they, they lose it right now. I, I, I'll get back to it. Yeah. Um, it's tough, but man. No, no it, it is. It is tough, man. Like I said, I just – we we talked about it on the show. I don't know what Jason Kidd is doing. Nobody really knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it felt like he was like we said at the beginning of the show too. It felt like he did not want to put him in the starting lineup in the second quarter. I mean uh, the third quarter, the second half. But you know, it's it's to the point now. Like, well, let me ask you this: You think Christian Wood is gone? Because I've been tell- I've been asking this every night we we do the show. I say, listen, I think Christian <sighs> it's, is gone. it's a long season. I hope the turnaround is so drastic that it com- it completely changes his attitude. But if the season was to end right now, he's gone. There, there's it, it will be based on what I'm seeing right now. If I was advising Christian Wood, I would advise him to leave, go on hey, elsewhere, you know, go and, find and, go find a team that needs your services. And that's in a position to win the championship and that will value your talents um, because I don't feel that value um, coming from 
that organization in Matt in, in that organization in Dallas. If I was advising him now, if I was if I was advising him from a math standpoint, I would still say Lee because <laughs> there's, there's no there's no point for him if we're not even using him. And it's it's clear as day that he's the second best player. Yeah. Uh, and I and I I like him. I like him a lot. I like what he can bring to this team. If we, I'm to me, if, if I'm running the team, he's him or Luca is definitely untouchable. And I would do anything within my power to not include a Christian Wood in any trade package. Um, and I would try to upgrade. I would try to use any other player and any other assets. Actually, probably not uh, picks as of right now. Um, I'll try to load up as much picks as possible. But any other player on this team, to me, is on the table. Even Spencer Dinwiddie. And even even Dodo. I mean, look, we can't be. This team needs an overhaul. You know what I mean? We we can't have. We have too many guys on this team that, you know, supposedly their archetype is you know D and three and D type players, and not even like three and it's like three and just or D and just three. Like that's it. Like there's no other way you can contribute offensively without shooting three if they were to take that away where it's over and we've seen that so many times where you know the mavericks go flat and there's real no there's no real way to climb out of it because we have players that aren't skilled in any other aspects of the offensive game of basketball it's quite annoying and it's something that i've been i've been uh thinking about you know, for a long time, you know, when I, when I did the draft stuff, I was, I wasn't looking at guys who can just shoot the threes. I was like, man, get me somebody who could freaking dribble. Give me someone that can Jane make a Hardy. move. Was one, of the yeah. one of the me and King had. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I wasn't super high on Jay, Jane, uh, Jaden Harden, to be honest, because I was like, I don't, I was still in the belief that we're, Brunson was still going to stay. And I was like, I don't think we need another guard. I think we need someone who, you know, can a big, defend, a big but wing, yeah. yeah, we need a wing that can defend and you know, do, create for themselves. Uh, a Sadiq, a uh, Sadiq, Sadiq Bay esque type player. Can Sadiq Bay dribble? <laughs> can he make a move towards the basket? I know he can shoot. Can he defend? I mean, we need we need like. I mean, he he came he came into the, to the uh, league as a defender and a guy that could shoot. So I mean, yeah. Can he do more than that? Can he you know? Penetrate? Can he? He can put the ball in a little bit. So if he can do that, then yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good. I mean, I'm not trading a first round pick. No, 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 no. no yeah. First round pick. Um, um, I saw, but, I saw that New York might be, you know, thinking about trading Cam Reddish. Uh, I've been I'll here. I know. I feel, but I've been, I've been saying to Cam, I'll be on board for Cam Reddish, man. Yeah, I'll look for that. I mean, he might be, you know, a project that hopefully won't take a lot of uh, capital to get him, but you know, he. he I said this before, especially during that the Jalen Brunson saga. I was like, "Hey, hopefully, if if you can do a signing trade, try to get a Cam Cam uh, Reddish. He had, he's the template of what I would want the ideal Luca teammate to be. You know, someone who could create for themselves, someone who can play defense, someone who can shoot. Um, Hold on, so you saying Tim Hardaway can't do that? <laughs> Tim Hardaway is one of the three. Uh, and right now he's none of the three because today was like the first time he hit a three in how many games, bro? He had two threes. He went two for eight for twenty five percent today. I and it, 
it, it is it is so crazy. The way this man shoots is as if he's the star of the team. Yes. I don't and matter of fact, he did a move at the top of the key where he started dribbling, and you could tell uh, when he's trying to dribble to get himself in a uh-huh. rhythm to shoot it. Yo, he was I trying tell- to shoot it over Giannis, and I was just like, Yo, when I tell you, I was yelling at the TV. I was like, Don't do it. I was lit, like my, I, my was roommate, too. I was like, he, I was like, man, he about to do it. Man. My roommate was really sitting right next to me. I'm yelling at him. I know he can't hear me, but you know, fanatics. I'm just yelling at him, like, bro. Don't do it. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And I think luckily he he decided to pass it out. Um, but most of the time, I can remember the game that Luca took a rest. He shot like twenty sometimes. He he shot the most out of all all yeah. out of any other. Remember the oh team. yeah, we talked about that. That's the game we lost, man. When he shot those mm-hmm. two ill-advised shots, he did that one fast break at the end and lost it, and then he shot that ill-advised three at the end. Yeah, the it's game. like yo, my my like a couple things that Mavericks need, right? They need to establish a real pecking order, and in and that pecking order needs to make sense, right? We can't have dudes like Tim Hardaway come in, jack up shots, miss them all. And still continue to twenty five minutes a game. Yeah, to get twenty five minutes a game because we know if he's playing those minutes, he's still chucking up shots. Because if he's not if he's not doing that, there's no real reason to play him. Now, there the the benefit of having a guy like Tim Hardaway is he can be very dangerous if he gets hot, right? If well, we need to we need to as best we can try to <laughs> try to identify when he is hot and keep him in but if he's cold you get him out as fast as you put him in the only thing though is when you that, say identify that, him as hot there's times he'll hit like two shots you think like okay maybe this is the game and then he'll hit miss like five or six of them in a row if that. he then so, okay it's kind of hard to tell if, with him exactly well, the last two years it's been kind of hard yeah to tell with if, him. It, if it's if it's like that i mean there's a couple times people might miss you know, vice versa. You might miss the first couple of shots, right? And then you will start getting hot. But mm-hmm. like I said, he he do, he's not that guy. So I don't know why he needs to play 25 minutes regardless. He's, he played more uh, I'll minutes. I'll play him if he's hot. He played more, more minutes than Josh Green tonight. Sheesh. I, you know, there's there's no reason. Yeah. No reason. We, we're supposed to value like all the things they said about Christian I mean, he Wood. earned it, though. He earned it. <laughs> all the things they said about Christian Wood. Oh, every time Christian Wood comes in, everyone talks about Christian, uh, Christian Wood's defense, which is not, I honestly don't think it's as bad as what people say. Maybe he might yeah. miss the rotation or two, but. Man, the, my, you know, my opinion on that, though, I think it's a lot of those people who try to sound try to sound smart like they know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the, it's, I, I've seen it's the narrative this. thing. It's, like, it's on, the narrative really? thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, and it's, it's a narrative. Yeah. with Luca. Right yeah. when people, you can tell the people who you know don't watch it that say, "Oh, Luca is a traffic yeah. one or whatever." Like, not necessarily a traffic. He's not. He's not freaking Marcus Smart or anything, but he's not like a traffic cone. You know what I mean? Like he's not a liability. Like say a Trey Young is to his team. On yeah, he's totally not. Yeah, yeah, totally not a liability. I'll take Luca on the defensive end over a Trey Young any day. Yeah. Um, Christian Wood might not be a Giannis or might not be you know a Jeremy Grant or anything like that, but he he. I mean. What he what he can provide for you offensively, I would take the defensive side of him as well over a lot of what the other options we have, because the other options we have literally give you nothing on offense. Absolutely, and which is which is like I think I think matter of fact you said this. 
uh, about the whole like Tony Allen type thing. Mm-hmm. If you're not giving me all of this on offense, that means you better be a A one elite lockdown defender, man. Exactly. You're not you're not giving me consistency on the offensive end. If you're not giving mm-hmm. me consistency on the offensive end, and you're not giving me consistency on the defensive end, then what are you good for? What? How can you know how can I how can I use you? Just that that too. Just mid on both ends. Yes. Or you're mid on your mid you're mid on the on the end that that's your primary so, reason for being on the floor. Exactly. And then so, you're and that's, almost irrelevant on the other side. And and that was an argument we always had, like when we had people like defending the whole Maxi over Christian Wood thing, and we were sitting there saying, like, yo, look at some of these games, like Maxie's out here getting cooked. Mm-hmm. But we don't hear anybody bring that up. You know what I mean? It's like nah, so you you're getting cooked. And then you're not really hitting your shots either. Like I don't know how many mm-hmm. times we've seen zeros under Max on the on Maxi stat line. Yeah, and you get cooked on defense. Mm-hmm. But everybody always brings. But he earned his minutes defense. though. <laughs> but he earns his minutes. You're right. He earned, he earned his, his minutes. Minute. He deserves to be in the closing closing lineup. Let me ask you a question, man. I asked. I think I asked King this, and he's trying not to uh, put blame on a certain part of this uh, blame pie. I'm about to tell you who who if you had a blame pie, how you divvying it up? But what's going on right now this year with this team? Oh, the vast majority of it's Jay Kidd. Okay. Coach Kidd. I would say 85 to 90% of it is Jay Kidd. Mm, okay. Because I would... um, sometimes people sometimes players get in a slump. Right? It's the coaches, it's the coach's job to put the team in the best position to win games. Right? So if players are not playing up to snuff, uh and then don't play him. I'm not saying cut him. I'm saying we all know that the the thought on Reggie Bullock is he usually has slow starts to the season. Okay, fine. Play him 10 to 15 minutes until he starts to come to his regular self again, wherever that may be. When one, you know, you can't in one breath say people got to earn their minutes and then on the other breath, completely contradict yourself. And yeah, and ha- you know, he's saying this player is earning his minutes, even though he's playing like complete doo doo. And he's starting, right? and he's and he's starting and closing games. Like, look, I I want Christian Wood to start, but even more than that, I want him to end games. Yes, I want I want him to end games, and um, everyone else, you know, ha- who has that privilege, has done nothing to earn it, except for existing on this team a year before. Right. So, yeah, that how I'm divvying up the blame. There's a, a little bit of that with, you know, well, most of it's J kid. Um, give, give me a percentage. I would say 85. Okay. And what's the right. Other 15? I would say. Um, 10% will probably be to. The players who are not playing up to what we believe they should be playing and we're being very generous when we say this we're not saying these guys need to be um all-star all-star level players but be can confident you, enough to yeah can you at least shoot it's, it's not saying look do something that you you know we, you really haven't done anything like done before so i'm not even saying reggie bullock needs to learn how to take it to the hoop or anything like that i might even place some blame on him in terms of how but we're playing right now, supposed to be good at be good. Yeah, at. well, yeah, well, exactly. So, um, you're supposed to be good at playing defense, which he's—I don't think he's very good at playing right now. You're supposed right. to be good at shooting threes. 
And so, and he's not doing that well too. So, um, a piece of the pie goes to him. And of course, uh, Tim Hardaway also has a piece of that pie. What? These people you're naming off earned it, man. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, <laughs> Maxi um, hasn't really earned it. Uh, to be honest with you, as much as I like him, but Dodo really hasn't played, you know, um, Dodo up to yeah, though you know you you. I think you, today was his his first was, time I can say yeah he played the Dodo you know type of game. Last game, and that's something I really haven't thought about until you um until you you mentioned it last podcast. But we haven't yeah. been really seeing the Dorian Finney Smith offensive rebounds that we are. Yeah, King brought that team. up. Yeah, he, he brought that yeah. up. I started thinking about it, like, dang, that's a good point. Yeah, you, you say he yeah he got one today, and I was like, okay, there there you go. It's usually he had a Josh couple Green. of them. Like, yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, it's man. usually Josh Green. Josh Green is now is our. You know, our dude for getting offensive used to be very good. Yeah, four offensive rebounds. Okay, there you go. You know, earned that contract. Um, and honest, and and to be completely honest with you, there there's a there's a slice that goes to Luca, right? Let me explain. Yeah, you gotta explain this, Andy man. I have to. I have to explain. Now, if he's if he's a leader of the team, Mm -hmm. he has to assume some sort of responsibility, right? He can't be. I understand he's doing everything for the team, but if the team is not up to snuff, are you? Are, is the, everything you're doing putting us in a position to win? Now, uh, I I am. Um, it's, it's a tough. It's tough to say. I'm one of those guys who I'm very critical of Luca. I'm also a really big fan of Luca. Luca is my favorite player in the league because he happens to be the best player and the most promising player on my favorite team. Um, but with that being said, I'm very critical of Luca. And I think there are some aspects of point guard that he needs to adopt to his game that he hasn't yet. And that when I'm saying this, I also say this as, you know, he's 23. He's not a finished product yet. So these are things that I'm excited that these are stuff that he hasn't figured out yet um, because he's not at his ceiling yet. And when he gets to his ceiling, these are things that he, he would um, realize. So, um I think with Luca, he needs to um, he needs to almost invert how he plays. He needs to um, try to get as much. If if they want to start Christian Wood, it will be a lot easier for him to do this. I understand, um, but giving what he's working with, this will be pretty hard. But he needs to try his best to get someone else going. Right, use his gravity to get him going for his benefit, because you see the numbers. He is God level at the first quarter, and he shrinks all the way down to regular person at at the fourth quarter. It's because he has to carry so much of a load throughout the whole game, right? right. Uh, now, if Coach Kid was thinking about that, that's one of the reasons why I say play Christian Wood more because then it's easier for him to do that. Um, but people, a lot of people think there's someone who even commented on one of the podcasts I appeared on here is saying, Oh, um, Christian Wood shouldn't play because Luca is, you know, we value defense more because Luca is so good on offense that he can create stuff for other people. It's like, dude, that's not the point is we should not, the, well, the goal is we should not have to count 100% on Luka for our offensive output. 
that is not good for Luca. That's not good for any NBA player. That's why we saw the decision. That's why we saw Kobe calling a Stephen A. Smith show asking for a trade request um, until they gave him Pau Gasol. That's why players want to play with competent players is because they don't want to have to do everything. James Harden. James Harden, Lee, uh, both with Houston and with Brooklyn. You know? Um, and so I understand I understand the aspect of we have to have the ball in Luca's hands because he's the best playmaker probably in the league. Um, but it's almost like for his benefit. We got to find a way to, you know, have him kind of ramp, not ramp, like start 100%. I got to do everything. Just kind of like, let me get other people going. Let me try. I'll, you know, ramp up here and there, you know, to try to keep us in the game, but at least so he can have a little bit more energy at the end of games. Um so he'll be able to finish it more efficiently. And then his decision-making um, sometimes, and especially in bad games, uh, he is a lot better at this this year, though. I've noticed that. But um, I was seeing it a lot last year, even during the playoff run, that his his decision-making could make or break a game, honestly. Uh, and so when he gets more you know, consistent with that, I mean, his blame, this percentage of the pie goes down to a minimal slice, but still to me, the grand, the grand piece, the, you know, you get the big piece of chicken goes to coach kid. Cause this is stuff that as a coach, he should be able to identify and, and, and it should be, I mean, he has a front, he has a front row seat to, to this team. He has a front row seat. He's watching him every game. He's watching him every practice. I don't know. I don't understand how the whole fan base, well, not the whole fan base, um, the majority of the fan base is seeing what's exactly wrong with this team. And then you're looking at it and you're like, Nope, that's not it. And then when you try it out, it seems to actually work for some reason. Like I I think you think your fan base is so, I guess they think their fan base is so stupid that that can't be it. But um, I don't know. I I, I can't, I can't tell what coach kid is thinking, honestly, because none of it, nobody make, can, none of it, none of it makes sense. Even with Carlisle, I could understand like his reasoning with some of the things like, I can understand why he doesn't want to, you know, play young players as frustrating as that was, but I can understand, you know what I mean? Um, with, with kid, I, I literally have like, it makes no sense. And one of the things that worries me is like, I think him, because him and Nico were kind of like a package deal, right? Somewhat, I guess. Somewhat. So yeah, can somewhat. Nico fire Coach Kid? That's a great question. But I think Kid got hired before Nico, though. But the general manager is supposed to have a higher position in the totem you than the coach. That. Yes, you would one think would that. think that, but, right? But what 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 it matter? So you know, we just do we just do stupid. We just stuff, we just do things. So, so that's one of the things I'm. I'm worried about is, I mean, like how bad does this have to, I mean, is this something that if it gets really, really bad is, I think it's not going to, it's going to be to the point where if Luca says something, I think too, because we've already seen the body language. It's already starting to kind of sink in with Luca. Like, yo, what, what did I sign myself up for? You know, um, for me, bro, the blame pie, this is how I do it. 50% of it goes to kid. 
okay. goes without saying because you know we are like you just said kid just if we go to put in front office too they uh, of course get a big chunk of it oh no i'm not done i was gonna, okay, I'm gonna okay. get it to them i'm gonna say like i said kid get the 50 percent for obvious reasons everybody knows why kid gets 50 percent okay uh front office gets 20 percent okay and i i talk i know me and king king you know, me on opposite fences about this. I know he doesn't want to say anything bad about Nico and all that, but listen, you got to call it like it is. I saw, I said this on the last show. Nico was the one who came out and said, we need to get more talent. They sold us a dream by saying, like, pretty much having us think, like, okay, you saw what happened in that Golden State series. Mm-hmm. We're not close yet. We still got a nice little ways to go. Mm-hmm. You, you yourself said, we need to get talent. What talent did we get other than Christian Wood? There you go. So, this is, I should give this person a bigger piece, but I'm for right now, I'll give them this. I'm, uh, Mark Cuban needs about 20%. Y- y'all yeah. know why. Everybody knows why. Um, uh, I've seen people on Twitter kind of kind of mention a lot of stuff. I didn't know those guys were on the table, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, this the, the, the whole entire reason why this team is struggling right now, anybody's on the table. So, yeah, Mark Cuban for sure gets 20%. Uh, this goes back to the whole Dirk era. It's like I was gonna say, you, yeah, if, if Cuban's on the table, he is yeah, he and probably I, I really give him a bigger to, piece. He probably, yeah, he, he should get closer to fifty percent because matter of fact, let me, get, let me we've let been me lacking in the, we've been lacking in the same in the same areas of the game. Yes, since the two thousands. So let me change that up then. Let let me give front office fifteen percent. Mark Cuban, no, 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 yeah, Mark Cuban twenty five percent. Front office. uh Fifteen percent. That's what I okay. do. I get him fifteen percent. Gotcha. Uh, and then ten percent. It's gonna. I'm gonna clump them all together. The players that like you just named off the the Reggies, the Tims, the Maxies, the the Javels, um, just all of them all together, mm-hmm. man. It's gonna take up ten percent of the pie. Gotcha. Um, because you know, saying listen, it, it's obvious. It's not. I put them with the smallest piece because it's not their fault that they are who they are. That's mm-hmm. on the front office. Yeah, the front office is the one that put this team together. So that's why I said I got to get him a little bit of bigger piece of pie. Of course, Mark Cuban goes back to two thousand. You know, just every crazy move and decision that he did make or their lack thereof that he didn't make. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, with him, you know, it's it's kind of like I think kids starting to pick up on his traits. It's, like it's being stubborn. If you hear enough people saying, "Hey, man, this ain't working," you got to yeah. prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep doing it until it works. And it's like, yeah. but while you're doing that, the team is suffering. Yeah. Just to prove us wrong, you're gonna continue to keep doing what's not working. Yeah. The definition of insanity, but we talked about that before too. Um, like I said, uh, kid, we already know about the whole kid thing, man. I just it's a head scratcher. Nobody knows what the heck is going on with Jason Kidd, why he's mm-hmm. not making adjustments, why he's hesitant to put in Christian Wood. You got people who think they know, you know what I'm saying? But they don't know. Nobody really knows. It's, it's confusing. Like you said, yeah. second best player on the team, and you refuse to put this guy in. I mean, the most telling thing—the most telling thing Jason Kidd did was in that press conference when he when he was kind of—I don't know—almost for I guess a, a lack of a better term, kind of gloating that he tried Christian Wood in the in the closing yeah. lineup and they lost. And that's why I, I thought you guys. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I thought you guys were going to ask me about the question. What's the question you asked me? Oh, about Christian Wood playing in the line and us losing. I was like, bro, like, really? Listen, Andy, I, I'm I'm on the fence right now, man. I know a lot of the Glow fan, Glow Yard gang, and people on Twitter are already screaming for uh, Jason Kidd's job. I know it's only been two years. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 close to that, man. It's like it's not it's not just because we're losing. 
is how we're losing. Yeah. Like a lot of this is on you. That's why I gave you 50% of the blame pie. A lot of this yeah. is on you. It's self, like I've said this a million times on the show, it's self-inflicting, man. It's like yeah. you're not even trying to change. You made the statement after not this game, but the last game about, oh, yeah, we, me and the coaching staff talk. We're going to change some things up. The rumors start coming out that we're going to start Christian Wood, and you come in with the exact same starting lineup. The exact uh, same starting lineup that when you do put Christian Wood in them in, they got to try to hurry up and get us back into the game because you yeah. got this, this, I don't even know what the word I can use for that, that's the trashy starting lineup, man. But you know mm. what I'm saying? It's just, this stuff like that, that you're hindering your team, you're hurting your team, and for what? To prove us wrong? Yeah. You're not proving us wrong because we're, you proved us right right now because <laughs> the way yeah. you're doing it is not working. Yeah. And you don't, you don't want to change. And I told King this before. I said, that what King what, what Kid is doing right now is what I thought Kid was going to do last year. Yeah. When people were saying, like, you know, when they, the rumors started going out that Dallas was looking at getting Jason Kidd, and I was like, man, I don't know, man. Look what he did in, in Brooklyn and in, in Milwaukee, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You cost people their careers and stuff like that, man. Larry Sanders was not the same after that. Jabari yeah. Walker was not uh, – Parker was not the same after that, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, I don't want that type of, you know, energy with this team right now. Like, we're, we're trying to build something right now. We're not in a place right now where we can, you know, we could take a chance on a coach like that with this team. We mm-hmm. weren't in that place yet. So what he did last year – you know, everybody was like, you know what? Maybe we were wrong about Jason Kidd. Maybe he did learn from the the Laker outing. He's reverting right back to it this year. And I told King before, this is his, this is him in his second year at both his starts, at both yeah. his uh, last stints. He done the same thing, and it's it's a recurring thing, which I, which is confusing to me. Like, if you knew that didn't work at those two stops, not one, but yeah. two stops, why would you do it here? Why would you sabotage yourself and not build on what you did last year? It's confusing as hell to me. I think one of the things I heard him was that playoff run. Honestly, he thought. Heard people saying we probably shouldn't even went to the West Conference Final because that just that just misled a whole lot of people, man. With this organization, because that can that can mess with people's heads. That could uh, give, um, you know, some people a lot more security than they ought to have. I think Jason could think. Sound familiar? Remember, yeah. that, remember Rick Carlisle? He was here yeah. for an extra I mean, 10 years. He should have been coming. I'm not going to take away that championship, but, you know. Oh, no, I'm not taking it away. Um, but, like, after, like, that fifth year after yeah, the championship, you, know, been you like, probably should have had right, a chance. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he definitely, he definitely was here a little bit too long. And it was kind of ridiculous that we haven't won a, a series in 10 years, and he was still he was still, still a coach. A coach. At that time. Yep. Um, you know, kid – I guess he seems like he has a lot of a lot of security with this team because the way he's coaching right now, it's it, a lot of things that he's doing doesn't make it doesn't make sense, and he's just kind of like you know make you know I'll do I'm doing me and you know I don't want to be com- you know I'm not I'm not a hundred percent there as in I want I want to call for his job, but it's just like the the damage that you're causing it, it's. I don't is I don't want to say I don't mind the losing, but it's like I would mind the losing less if you were make if you're making calls that will put us in the best position to win. You know what I mean? It was funny too. I I tweeted that earlier. I said what Jason Kidd is doing is hurting Luca because Mm -hmm. I know some of y'all saw the Mm -hmm. game on NBA TV today, and I know people were tweeting that they were saying some of the stupidest stuff that they can ever think of. You know what I'm saying on NBA TV Mm -hmm. and. 
right and it, it, uh, people started tweeting that they were saying and stuff right after I just tweeted what I tweeted about the fact that look man what you're doing is going to hurt Luca because at the end of the day the casuals the Luca haters the mm-hmm. national media matter of fact Kendrick Perkins tweeted something stupid today and it's like that that right there you're going to hurt Luca with that man it's yeah. like you know you don't think about that type of stuff like yeah. you know you already have a reputation so it's not going to hurt you as much but with Luca being a superstar and being a face of the league it's going to hurt him yeah uh, I'm already I'm already seeing people comparing Luca to uh, Houston Rockets James Harden. Yeah, yeah, that hey, type bro, of stuff. And on, it's man. just like, you know, even Houston Rock you you give Luca you give Luca the Houston Rockets roster that James Harden was rocking with. I guarantee you would have went to at least the finals with that roster. <laughs> he's he's way more. I mean, he wasn't like a scoring machine, but you know, guys would have been a lot more involved. With with Luca playing, and they would have been a lot more excited to play basketball, and they would have probably, you know, because they're more excited, probably locked in more on defense. They would have made a, dif- a difference on the Houston team if Luca was on there. Um, but you're right; it is hurting Luca. It, it's it it's hurting him, his reputation. It's it's probably, you know, I don't want to speak this, but it probably will physically hurt him if he has to do this much. We never know what what will happen uh... in a game. You seen Dirk? Yeah, man, man looked like he got a permanent limp. Can't, can't, can barely walk. I think he was saying something about he can barely bend his knees and stuff, man. Yeah. Like, like I don't know if you see a lot of times you see like uh, Dirk is doing an interview or something. A lot of times when he sits, he has his legs straight out. Mm-hmm. Like crossed or whatever, but he has it straight out. Yeah. And so and that, and that a lot of that has to do with the fact that he was doing all that heavy lifting, man, without any help from the, from the franchise, bro. And that's mm-hmm. just. I, I hate to see anybody go through that, man. Especially like Dirk, man. He didn't deserve that, man. Yeah, and we don't want to. We don't want to. And I mean, of course, we're still at the point where a lot of this is still of the last administration. But you know, if there's a way to speed up the the overhaul of this team, because this team needs more dynamic talent, and it's something yes. that and something that we need to fix, and we need to fix fast because. We run the risk of Luca hurting himself because he has to do too much. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know why a lot of people don't see that, but uh, I guess they're just so enamored with Luca having the ball that they just want the ball to be in his hands at all times. All it was time, like it doesn't yeah. work like that. No championship. Yep. Look, the the league is more the league is more skilled than it's ever been in the history of the league. You look at the fiftieth. Yep best player in the 2000s versus now you would be like my gosh you know what i mean um i think it's so skilled nowadays that big threes don't even work anymore you know what i mean it's like i can't one point the league went went back to the the dynamic duos remember yeah yeah yeah. It, it can't it can't you can't have a super top heavy roster because you know Contending Cause, teams cause, have because Javon Carter can come in and, and beat you now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And so, the you know we don't even have a big three, but our our role players is are as if we have one. And Luca has to do all not even just the heavy lifting. He has to he has to do the heavy lifting. He has to rack the weights. He has to clean up. He has to he has to run the whole goddamn gym. And it's not it's not the way I want him to have to operate. 
I said it before many times. If if it was if it if if I built this team to my ideal vision, Luca Luca would even lead this team in scoring. Luca would be, you know, getting twenty assists a game because he's just getting it. It would almost be like Magic Johnson. He would be doing like the craziest full court passes because you got athletic dudes just running, you know, and going crazy. We'll be damn near those Showtime Lakers. But because he has to do everything, we got guys that literally can't dribble. Man has to be Magic and Kareem, and all the rest of the and the role players. They don't come to mind at, you know, Spencer Haywood or some shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> he has to be all of them. It's not. It's not healthy. It's not. It's that's not something that's good for any long term health. It's not good for long term success. It's not good for sustainable success. You might you might see some good stuff one year, but you're you're counting on some real inconsistent guys, and you're thinking that's that's going to be the people to take us over the top. Right, so, yeah. I'm not I'm not on Nico, by the way. I, I hope he uh uh you know. No, yeah. I hope he do too. But like I said, he got to take some blame on this too, man. He has to not... take some he has to take some blame, but he's not he hasn't had a lot to work with. Um. He he's made some good moves, and he's made some bad ones. Yeah. He's made some uh, getting Christian Wood with what he gave up for it. I think was a good move. Um, using what money, what little money we had to get Javale McGee, I wasn't super excited about that to be honest with you. Um, waiting till uh, pretty much the end of off season actually the end, to start a regular season to get yourself a third ball handler and get whatever's left and still get the guy that we got even though I to this day believe that there's more there's better options out there right now that that's also something I I don't approve of and people like to talk oh it's, you know it's just a third ball handler but it's like you know our third ball handler got a lot of playing time last year um and the guy that you got Let's now, go not is not it. Anyway, sorry, I talked too much. No, no, I'm, I'm speaking for both this game and last game because you didn't let me get on last game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love the stuff. All right, bro. Let's, let's try to get through these, bro, because it's already over an hour now. Uh, this, this, this is the this is the play of the game right here. If you're gonna have a chance against the Bucks, behind the back to Wood. Wood, a show and go. Drives the lane and a big time hammer dropped by Wood. Well, clearly you can score against this Bucks team. That's his second foul. Yeah, he's around Lopez really quick and finishes off with a jam. That's the play of the game, man. So he's giving the game ball too, man. Does it have to be sold on the Mavs? We normally we normally give it to somebody from the Mavs. Okay. Uh, if I was to do it, I tend not to do it to Luca because it's going to be based on expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably give it to Dinwiddie. I like what he did this game. Uh, let me see what he did. I think it was twenty-two points, decent efficiency. Yeah, good efficiency. Three for six from three pointer. Three for three from free throw. Yep, definitely get my game ball. All three of them actually had a pretty efficient game today. Uh, Lucas uh, shot fifty. Then Woody shot sixty one, and Wood shot forty seven. 
Yeah, not not bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give it to I'll give it to Luca, man. He 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 was doing his thing today. Even yeah. though even though they got extra physical with him and everything, but mm-hmm. you know, he did the thing. All right, man. I'm, I'm a, hey, y'all, I apologize. Now we're not gonna get to everyone's question tonight. We'll get to a few of them here. We'll probably go for a little bit about probably about thirty minutes, man. Uh, asking answering questions and comments here. Cause it's already twelve o'clock, and we got to get up pretty early tomorrow. So, yep. I'm go ahead and answer a few few of these questions, y'all. We might have to me and King might have to do a questions and comments show for y'all, man. I'll let y'all answer some questions, ask some questions and some comments. All right, man. Let's go and get into this first one here. Uh, Nix was good, man. Says kid ego is risking Lucas' health. I hope kid realized this before it's too late. Yeah, we just talked about that, man. Definitely just talked about that. Uh, I, it's to the point it just feels like kid, kid is doing this stuff on purpose just to try to prove everybody wrong or be stubborn. Like people are telling him what the issue is and he don't want to hear. It. You know, and it's which is crazy to me. And like put your ego and your pride aside, man, and then fix the problem. But he don't want to do it. So, uh, Big Pack says, uh, "What's up, Glowyard Gang?" He said, "Didn't watch the game because I went out to celebrate my birthday. Happy birthday, man! Happy says, birthday, brother." He said, seeing the score, it looks like I didn't miss anything. It, it was entertaining, Beck. It was entertaining. It wasn't like the normal games that we've been losing, man, where it just mm-hmm. was no energy, no no life, <laughs> no nothing going on, man, in the game. Yeah, Today actually was pretty entertaining. Yeah. He, he, a kid actually did make an adjustment and, and started Christian Wood in the second half. So there's that. And that's exactly what he uh, Ashton's saying. He says Wood started in the second half. Uh, maybe he started next game. Fingers crossed. Fingers, I hope so, fingers, but due to the comments we, we read after and it, it seemed like it might be a one-time thing, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah who knows? Oh, sorry. Uh, y'all, do do the WTM, guys, if you want your question and your comment to be answered. I apologize. I see a lot of y'all in here commenting and stuff and don't have a WTM. We're going to try to get through some of these, man, as much as we can before uh, an hour and 30. Uh, Nick says if Luca has a deal with all this crap in the next uh, in five years, then I'd rather see him on a different jersey in a, on a department in a different jersey. They better do something crazy before the trade deadline to turn this season around. Yeah. Hey, you know they should do do like remember that year uh, the year LeBron I think it was LeBron's last year he went to the finals with Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Remember they like flipped that whole entire roster over <laughs> that trade deadline. They need to do that with us. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. That'd be that'd be crazy. That'd be epic. Uh Logan says either three things are going to happen. One, half of the team will get traded real soon, which I just said that. He said this team was or two, this team will start heating up and play good ball very soon. Or three, Luca is going to going to let uh loose and speak his mind. It could be all three, Logan. Could be all three. I don't see. I don't see Luca uh speaking his speaking mind. Speaking his mind, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that'd be wishful thinking. Man. Maybe it's what he mm. needs to do. Just say what's on your mind, man. Certified was good, man. It says Hardy is the chosen one, the one to fulfill the prophecy, the one foretold by the prophecy to save the 2022-23 Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, man, he balling right now, man. He is he is balling, balling up in Frisco. I actually want to uh, like. It would be funny. I was actually thinking about this, watching highlights. Like if mm. they filled up the stadium or the arena where they play in Frisco yeah. to watch Hardy and like no one go to the actual NBA, uh, Maverick games. Game. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. <laughs> show Mark Cuban like you need to call this man up. Yeah. 
Uh, Zils, what's good, man? So this team is a playing team at best. Jesus. He said, now we see how important JB was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's I a long season. I tweeted something about that earlier, man, and uh, somebody told me pretty much to shut up. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. People still bitter about that. The man who are dropping 30s now. Make me call him Mr. Walk off the bus 30 now. Uh, Beck says, honestly, I feel like Luka needs to call out his teammates like KD did. He said, I know it would destroy, locker, uh, destroy the locker room, but uh, they're not kids anymore. Be professional. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, like I said tonight, Big, they played, they played better today. They played better today. Uh, I, I think it was more today of the rotation. Like I feel like if Key had to put Christian Wood in the starting lineup, they would have got off to a better start. Uh, Logan says, uh, Mavs should go after consistent shooters and athletic players. Got any players in mind? Um, not on Mavs should go head. after Mavs should go after dynamic players. Instead what you of just about, shooters, what you think about Zach Levine? I've been one. I, I, anyone who can take any load off of Luca, anyone that can take any load off of Luca, I'm for. I, I wanted Zach Levine. I wanted, I wanted. I remember when um, Demar Derozan was a free agent. I was like, yep. get him. And there were yeah, we blog, there were bloggers, Mav bloggers, that were saying this man is not a winning player. I'm like y'all tripping, hey, y'all y'all is baffling that you guys have the the audience that you have, but I guess it's con- it's comprised of guys who don't know basketball as well, so they think whatever you guys are saying is truth. There are literally guys saying that Demar Derozan wasn't a winning basketball player. Here's the difference. We're not asking him to be the number one. We're asking him to be the number two. Thank you. Thank you. That's what we're asking him to do. We're not asking. We're asking him to come in, do his thing. His his workload will be a lot easier because we have a guy like Luca. Is going to be able to take a low, a huge chunk of every any defense off of him. Like imagine. He doesn't have to go into – and he's still probably going through this with the Bulls. Like, he's still going in being guarded by the best defenders that every team has. But if it was, you know, yeah, behind Luka, yeah. you know, and then, you know, Luka makes his move and, you know, players get sucked in and they have to either, you know, help or let Luka score. And they decide to help and they and he – Pops it off to Demar Derozan. Now he can either shoot, and I know he's he's three has gotten a lot better since he left uh, San Antonio, but he, he can also attack the closeout as well. And he doesn't need to go all the way to the rim. He can stop and pop and be and is just as deadly. His bite would have been so much easier. But you know, we we have dummies that have podcasts that say, oh, you know. And he was totally gettable, by the way. He was he yeah, was he so was. he was so gettable. He was. He, he told whoever whoever wanted to talk to him, come to mm-hmm. LA and talk to me. But you know how that goes. Anyway. Uh Coy says our effort on the boards is atrocious. Only Josh tried to crash the boards. Man, it's funny you said that, uh, Coy, because it felt like there in the third quarter when um I'm sorry, was it the fourth quarter? Fourth was the third quarter, fourth quarter. I think fourth quarter when they started pulling off. When uh, it, it pretty much the game was over with, 
when they started pulling off, it looked like they kind of gave up a little bit, man, and uh, was getting out rebounded there in that little that little stretch. Uh, but yeah, that that's I'm gonna tell you now, Corey. Y'all saw how it was last year in the playoffs. We're gonna get out. We're gonna get out rebounded damn near every game if Luke, if uh, you know, kid doesn't try to do something with the lineups and stuff like that, man. Like I hate to say this, but play Javel McGee a little bit more. We'll play him in certain spurts, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you need size. Uh, put Christian Wood in there, let him play a little bit more, man. But I mean, I mean it is what it is, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, Backpack says, uh, with today loss, we're tenth uh, worst team. Uh, we have a top ten protected pick. Just saying. <laughs> Bet, yeah. trust me, you're not the only one, man. That's been going around all yeah, day. Yeah, people, on, people uh, begin to jump ship and, like, start going yeah. into tankathon mode. Can you imagine a team tanking with Luke on it, bro? That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's bro. where we're at. It's not Luke's fault, for sure. No, it definitely is. Uh, Mal said, how, how if this team, he said, all these players aren't worth what they're giving, uh, where they're what they're giving them, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what uh, that's what Andy said. Like nobody worth their contracts right now. It looks like. Mm. Here you go, right here, man. Not Logan 10. says. Logan says Nico really failed in the front office. Failed when they let Bronson walk for free. <sighs> Got to bring that up, man. Um, he walked for free. Yeah, yeah, Logan. That's. Makes me mad. I know it makes me a king mad every time we we think about it, man. Yeah. No. You just let you let talent walk out the door for nothing. It looks like they might be doing the same thing with Christian Wood unless they trade him here. I keep hearing this Duncan Robinson stuff. I'm like, nope. Uh uh. I don't want. Oh, Thomas, what up, man? My boy Thomas, man. He said uh, we need a shooter. Go get uh, Duncan Robinson since he's falling off for grades with Miami. We don't need him to do nothing but just shoot. Nope. Um, go get Jay Crowder for uh, three and D. Mostly D. Nope. You can't dribble. No. I don't want you. You saying no to Jay Crowder too? Um, if you can't dribble, I don't want you. Mm. Oh, they, they Thomas said the rest of this. He said we have to get rid of Reggie and trash can juice. But most of <laughs> all, we need to prove we need a proven second option. It can it can but shouldn't be Wood. Wood needs to be the first big man in a while in a while to win six man of the year. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, you could, I. I come to the point, Thomas. Just he, he's thirty minutes. He's play consistent thirty minutes. He just need yeah, thirty minutes and then close. Yes, and close. Yes. Uh, Bex says, "Are we ready to talk about Emi Adoka Kennedy? Uh, he's without uh, he's without a job. It can't be more toxic than kid is." Uh, Look, I, he, I'm the type of dude that the type of contra- controversies that um players and or fans get affected by it. I don't. I, I'm like, yo, whatever makes the team better. <laughs> don't think I, no, I agree. I'm, I'm I agree. like I'm like that. I, get get but go you, get to Josh Primo. I don't care. For go for them though, like it's it's a it's a PR thing. You know, that's what I'm saying. That whole I don't scandal care. with the you know, I don't care about allegations and all that. I don't care about this I don't care about the PR stuff. Now, here's yeah. what I know would solve all the PR stuff. If you win. If you win, people just seem to care less. 
Hey, it's funny you said that because uh, last year when when Dallas was winning with Jason Kidd, nobody even brought that stuff. Nobody, up. nobody. Now brought we're losing. Up. I see more people on Twitter bringing that stuff up. It has nothing exactly. to do with why we're losing, but they're bringing it up anyway because we're exactly. losing. Exactly. Telling you. See so, so, yeah. Albert, what's good, man? Uh, he says I'm so uh, freaking annoyed to see Trash Can Juice and Bullock play. Uh, so sorry, Hardy and even Tyler Dorsey are killing it in the G League. Also, might as well play. Uh, play play right, yeah. He said, really feel bad for Luca. Yeah, man. I'll take right over freaking Faku, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's what me and King was saying. Great minds you know. think alike. Uh, Beck says, any uh, Buck starters and some of their bench players would have been scoring, would have been second stars on our team. <laughs> he says, uh, imagine how bad this roster is. Yeah, man. Hey, we ain't got to, man, we ain't got to imagine. We've, we been, we've been rocking with this roster for how many years? Yeah, we see it, man. We definitely see it. Johnny B, what's good, man? He says, uh, I'm not even mad at the loss. We all knew this was going to happen. Now, what will you, me, is if we lose to, to the Golden State Warriors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, piss him off. Yeah, I get Yeah. I'm not going to make any predictions, Johnny. I don't want to make any predictions, bro. Guys, guys yeah. seem to be uh... – Shooting better when they play against the Mavs. Like uh, I said, so maybe yeah. maybe we'll be the team where that wakes up. The- we had two tonight, though. We had two tonight. You had Coach Grayson Allen and then Javon Carter. I'm telling I've you, I watched Javon Carter since back when he played for uh, West Virginia in college. Uh-huh. Yep, dude was not balling like that, bro. No, and I'm mm-hmm. like, what? It, where did this come from? I was like, I said, he crossed the cast up, looking out, like we Kyrie. Always, we always bring out the the best and the most obscure players. <laughs> Oh, no, I think, it's re- I think it's repeating again. Hold on, let me see. Yeah. Yeah, it's starting to repeat. Oh, crap. I hate when they do this, man, because then I got to try to find. Um... Sorry, y'all. I know it's ain't professional. It just, it's starting to repeat again. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, y'all have a conversation up in here. Okay. <laughs> That's definitely what we want, man. That's definitely what we want. Uh, let me see. Where yeah, I had to duck out with like five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, so I didn't get the overall pulse of how what what uh Mavs Twitter was like at the end of the game. Um, oh man, Mavs Twitter was live tonight, man. It was live tonight. Like I mean, I said, what was, was, the, what was I, don't, I don't really like I don't really like being I don't really like being on like my phone like that when the game is on. I like, kind of like uh-huh. just focus on the game. But I actually had a little fun tonight, man. Uh, watching the game and being on Twitter today, man. It was a yeah. trip. It felt like I was watching the game with everybody. Yeah. No, no, it's, de- it's definitely it's definitely fun. I, was, I just was trying to get a general feeling of what, what Mavs Twitter was like. Because me, I was like, yeah, um, we lost. But I'm just I, – I guess the bar is so low for me right now that it's just I'm happy that I we saw an adjustment that made sense. And hopefully it, it could be a sign – that you know things are going to start changing here soon. That whatever uh, grievances that Coach Kid has with uh, Christian Wood, okay. that it changes here quick. But yeah, one I can thought, only I, hope. I, we, we, it's a start right now when he played him uh, starting the second half. So it's a start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brolock says, uh, Gladwood got his minutes. No reason to go back to the old lineup. Hope Kid sees that. What we just mm-hmm. said, Brolock. Hopefully, yep. man. Hopefully. And then he also says, uh, 
that this works. Just need Hardy to get some minutes. Yeah, I don't know why they ain't caught that dude up yet, man. That's crazy, bro. You would do ball like that in the G League. They call him up and he's playing like five minutes or something, man. Kind of mm-hmm. get their feet wet with the team. They ain't called. They called him up to sit him on the bench and then send him back down. Yeah, like, like, I don't understand that. Uh, Logan said, Mavs are still in good shape. Almost all the teams in the West are struggling right now. If the this this is true. This is true. Can get their stuff together and go on a little streak. Mavs could top four and could probably could be top four in the seeding. Yeah, but. Now that I don't know. However, he is true when he says a lot of teams that we would, that we designate to be uh, locks for the playoff spots are definitely going through struggles that we're going through. If I were to take a quick look at the standings, I was just setting my alarm. You know, you got guys like, or you got teams like the Warriors who are outside looking in, Timberwolves who are outside looking in, and, you know, us who is outside looking in. You got the Jazz who have fallen off or who have are about to reg- or regress back to what we thought they were. We have the Blazers who are beginning to regress to Kings, are also in the middle of regressing. So, and I think, you know, despite being the 11th uh, team in the in the standings in the West, we're still only four games back from first. So it's still a big clump. So if you can get into some sort of uh, winning streak, um, this, this ship can be righted really fast. It's just, can we make the right decisions and can we stack those right decisions that will lead to eventual victories? Um, that's, that's your coach, man. And yeah, that's the that's with what we got right now. You know, we we can't probably make any big trades. You know, here this isn't two K where we can literally stop everything and and make a trade and have those guys available for the next game. But um, can we make the right the right decisions with what we have right now? That's kind of what's keeping us back from winning. That's the most frustrating part about all this. Not even, it's not even losing. Uh, Johnny B says, I wish y'all listened to me. I told y'all last year a kid wasn't a good coach. And he didn't say that, Johnny B. <laughs> said, and, let, let, and y'all let the little run uh, confuse y'all. <laughs> 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 oh, he said, now look, I want to burn him at the stake. <laughs> I'm saying that's the last part you, that Johnny, I'm going to start G2 says, uh, thank the Lord I'm being distracted by the World Cup. Yeah, you're not the only one, G2. He said, otherwise, my Xmas tree would be here. Yeah, yeah. That's what, a lot of people are talking about more of the World Cup than it was of uh, this game. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, Mr. 77 says, uh, Tim Tom, trash him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she posted, she had a, a good tweet today, man. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Forky from uh, Toy Story, man, that was funny, bro. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why they're thinking that, man. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, who's this? Uh, oh, Johnny B says the Mavs have this magical power to make uh, average dudes look like all NBA. Man, he said uh, all NBA talent. When have you ever seen a uh, dirty play? Uh, play. Oh, playing. Dirty playing. Uh, uh, Grayson hits. Uh, Grayson, yeah. Hit seven threes. Shake my head, bro. This team is three players away from being. Oh my god, he said three players away from being Houston. Jeez. Jesus, it's not wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I gotta say this, man. I'm sorry. Shots. 
<laughs> you got your shot in, man. Put the gun up, man. Put the gun up, man. Honestly, it's a Luka Doncic away, anchor yeah. <laughs> away from being away from Wimbyama. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Big Big says Jay Crowder would add a lot of a lot for this team. Now we can get Isaiah Stewart to help with rebounding. Isaiah Stewart, Isaiah Stewart, Isaiah Stewart, Isaiah Stewart from uh, Detroit. Oh, oh, okay, young dude, dude. Who, okay. dude who ran through like eighteen uh, coaches and and players to try to get uh, to LeBron James last year when LeBron elbowed him in the in yeah. the eyebrow and it made him bleed. By holding the back, he was throwing folks off the get Yeah, he was throwing. Uh, R- I say RC. Uh, Brolin says, "Any does tonight's adjustment give you hope for this season?" Or would you rather see this team get the 2023 pick back by being in the top 10 for the lottery? Bro, I know where you stand. Bro, I get give me, give me, uh, give me to, give me, give me to Jan, give me to January. My honest opinion. The quickest route to the turn to a turnaround in the future for the Mavericks is to get that top 10 pick the way the financials are set up right now the way the our picks are set up the way uh, we, we have our reconstruct our team and with contracts and talent levels there's nothing enticing about this team it's no big trades we can pull off uh guys are being like we're 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 a team full of salary fillers and we're trying to base a you know we're trying to get a big big trade off these guys like you know we want zach levine with what what are we gonna get zach levine with we just all we literally have is filler we don't have we don't have anyone we don't have a, a center to construct a trade from you know yeah, we don't really we want to make moves without touching our first round picks and that's we, gonna be extremely we, yeah. hard especially with the players mm-hmm. we have nobody's gonna want to pick them up straight up like that no nah. they gonna want to pick they want to nobody, exactly. nobody wants him all the like, yo, if you can be Tim Hardaway, I want to pick with that, bro. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's how mm-hmm. you get rid of him. Exactly. Uh, the reason why we got Tim Hardaway anyway was because he was filler. Exactly. Yeah. It's a good, great, great point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco said, there is something I wanted to discuss with you. Would you prefer giving Hardy a chance to play alongside Luca or trade uh, Jaden for a win-now player? No, nah, give him a chance. We haven't seen it yet. You grooming him up. You see what he's doing in the G League. Let's get the kid a chance, man. Let's see what he do. Let's put him. Up, let's put him on a team and see what happens. I mean, I, it's if if we're I, trading, I heard what you're saying if though, Marco. If we're trading Jaden Hardy, a second round pick for a win now player, that means he has showed us something. Yeah. That other teams will value. So why? I mean, that means he's probably, you know, has value. That's why we want to get rid of him. If a, if a second round player is if a rookie year second round player has showed you that much for a win now player, we probably should have traded. Exactly. Um gonna do a few more here, y'all. Uh Logan says Luca literally has to score outrageous numbers in order for this team to win. Yeah. Well, uh matter of fact, they are now 0 and five when Luca scores under thirty points. Hmm. Yep. This man cannot score under thirty points without anybody but without us losing the game, man. That's crazy. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. Uh, Marco says, give Luca to make decisions on game plans. It, 
it was good. Sometimes Jason Kidd needs to show defensive skill sets, excuse me, or game plan that make players listen to him so other teams so other teams so hard to read the game plan. Um so that I guess that, I guess he's probably saying like do like a flow offense like they did with the kid the year they won a championship, I guess. Let let uh let Luca decide, I guess. Any? Uh, I was gonna say, I was like, you you froze, and I was like, I wonder if this thing is still going. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there like it is frozen. Your name was like real big on the screen. I'm like, what what's going on? All right, let me go to this next one here. Uh, Smito, what's good, man? It says trash can juice plays because the free front office tries somehow up his uh, draft value. I don't know how that's working out. Draft value, yeah. Because uh, no one would even uh, take in his contract at the moment without us giving up additional assets, let alone uh, sending a good player back. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were saying. With a player like him, you want to get rid of him, you have to you're gonna have to attach that first round. You're gonna have to because his value is is plummeting right now. Nobody's gonna mm-hmm. want to take him up, just take him straight up like that. Eighteen mil. Yeah, no, no, no. It's twenty this year. Is it? Yep, I was telling King that it's twenty this year, eighteen next year, and sixteen is last year. Yeah. Uh, Marco says, as a Mavs fan, what can you do is support Mavs decisions. Remember when Nico was coming here? We got the same problems. We can't sign good players alongside Luca, but Nico is built different. Uh, he is trying trying his best. That's what that's what uh, Andy was just saying. And he's like had some, he's had some makes and he's had some misses. I think yeah, we need more, like I said, we need more data. Like, for example, the Faco Capazzo signing. It's like, why did you sign this dude? You had other, that, other ways of getting other players. You could have got was the mo- trades. That was probably or, the most egregious one. Or you could have used your, you know, better. You could have used your your vet minimum or something like that a little bit better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it's just different. Or they could have, matter of fact, you had that uh, trade exception. You could have filled in, you could have got like a Kobe White or somebody like that to fill in that trade exception. But Yeah, I the the trade the trade if we can be completely real about the situation trade trading trade exceptions are are hard because a lot of the times you know when you're trading a player you want something back in turn you don't want to just trade him you know most people don't want to trade a player especially of Kobe White's pedigree for absolutely nothing. But um, only why I say well, I, I I hear what you're saying. Only why I say Kobe White because Chicago wasn't even sold on him. They've been wanting to try to get rid of him anyway. Yeah, I'm hearing they want to get rid of him now, right now, anyway, too. So. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are trying to get rid of somebody, but they're trying to also get something back. Yeah. Um, you know, the Faku composite thing is, to me, the most egregious. Um, I guess misfire of of Nico yet because we knew as soon as last, well, as soon as, uh, JB made it official, or the signs were all signs were pointing towards. Jalen Brunson leaving for the Knicks, we knew that we are going to need a third ball handler. And, you know, we had options. We had Goran Dragic. We said no to him. I think we said no to him before even JB went away. We should have called him up, um, you know, and see if he was willing to change his mind. Um, you know, we still have Kimball Walker. He's still available. Yep. There's, still, there's still a plethora. GJ Augustine, he might be a little older, but I, I still think he can be more useful um, 
to the team than Faku Kumpaza. I mean, Faku Kumpaza is not young. He's almost 30 years old. He's just, he was a, he just got in the league later in age. Um, it's kind of like Maxi. Maxi got in the league at like 25, 26. Exactly. So I, we had at the time, Dennis Smith Jr. was available. I mean, there was just so many, so many other options. And, you know, you just waited to literally all three of your preseason game was done. And every single day, you know, options were dwindling. And you're just like, all right, let's go with the one of the worst options we had at the time, <laughs> which was. Fucking Gumbazo, and I guess the reason why they did that is because he was a former teammate of Luca, and it was like, look, we need to stop. Luca's a grown ass man. Like Luca can make friends. We don't. We don't need to construct our roster and keep people um, on the team simply because it gives Luca someone to talk to. Luca has a whole, you know, Luca has a girlfriend. Luca has two dogs. Like, I mean. If he needs someone to talk to, you know, he could talk he can talk to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. we don't we don't need to give up roster spots to Lucas homeboys, you know what I mean? Unless they can play basketball at a high at an NBA legit NBA level, not a dude who lost out on his past team anyway. Yes. Sorry, I keep ranting. No, no, you good. This will probably be the last one here gonna we'll, uh, call it a night. Uh, Matt says, stuck at work, so can't listen until later, but this stopping in to send love and say thanks for hanging in there with us in this uh, dumpster fire of a team. Yeah, see y'all Tuesday. Yeah, man. Wait, what's today, Sunday? Oh, so we play again on Tuesday. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I hope you have a, a great night at work, man. We definitely see you here on Tuesday, man. Uh, but, yeah. We're going to end it here, guys. I apologize we couldn't get to all your questions and your comments, y'all. We pro- I apologize. Like I said, man, maybe me and King will try to get in a um, a question comments here sometime soon to kind of give y'all a chance to kind of vent a little bit. I know a lot of y'all have been wanting to say something. Um, we've just been kind of short on time and stuff with these shows, trying not to make them too long, you know, because a lot of people don't have attention spans like y'all, man. So <laughs> the longer the, the longer the show, the the more the less views we get. You know what I mean? So we try to keep it to a certain uh, time length. But yeah. Um. Appreciate y'all rocking with us tonight, though, man, guys. Listen, if you're brand new to the channel, if you're into math content, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. There will be more math content just like this on the way. Like uh, one of the followers just said, uh, we will be back on Tuesday after the Golden State Warriors game. Uh, it's going to probably be a late one, so it's going to probably be a late show. Yeah, so so go ahead and be prepared for that, guys. Is that also, a home game or a away game? I think that's an away game. Dang it, King's not here to do this for me, man. What is it? Home. Home. Okay. Oh, yeah, home. Okay. Never mind. 6 30. Uh, earlier earlier tip off, too. 6 30. Oh, okay. So we might, might have a somewhat early uh, game, uh, early show or whatever. But okay. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, go, go ahead go ahead and follow us, man, here on uh, We Talk Mavs on Glow Mavs Production, guys. Also hit that notification bell so whenever we drop a video, you guys will be the first to know. Also, hit that like button, guys. It will not cost you anything, guys. Just please hit that like button. That way we can build up our algorithm and get some more mad fans like yourself. Um, also, you see it funny me right here. We got our socials. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Snapchat. We're on TikTok. Where the King be doing all kind of crazy Maverick dances, y'all. So y'all can tune in and see him do that or whatever. Of course, I'm just joking. But yeah, follow <laughs> us on all our socials, guys. Uh, on all, every everything social is we talk Mavs, guys. So just look up up us 
up under We Talk Mavs on all our socials. Um, and also, guys, you got you got Andy next to me, guys. You guys can follow him on uh, Twitter. I have his info down. Also, follow him, guys. His work on the Dallas Prospect YouTube channel. I think most of y'all actually do follow the Dallas Prospect. But uh, if you don't, follow the Dallas Prospect YouTube channel. Like I said, I got Andy's information down in the description uh, box below. And um, this will be up tonight, guys. As soon as we're done with this, I'm going to go ahead and post it up on uh, podcast form for those who love to listen to us on the podcast. Uh, with all that being said, I think that's it, man. King, what we got left? Share, 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 more share. Okay, so we're gonna sh- I want you guys to share this, as King would say, guys. Uh, anything else, man? You, uh, you want to say before? Uh, we- man, stay tuned. We got some. We got some big stuff going on uh, in the future for the Dallas prospect. We might do another roundtable talk. Mavs, uh, hopefully yeah, I was, all- I was gonna let you say talk about that. Yeah. We, so we yeah, DDP, he uh, he hit me up about doing a big round table for that so you know that's always fun to do hopefully you will get a lot of uh cathartic ranting along with other uh you know maps create content creators who think just like us so it should be a good time so i'll stay tuned for that so if you haven't already please yeah do uh subscribe to the dallas prospect and listen to videos do all that youtube stuff share subscribe all that stuff uh, notification bells you know, help us out. I, I really appreciate some of the um, the content creators like, you know, Rail and King and TGK, Mavs Outsiders, because they literally get, I, I tweeted this the other day, like they, point blank period, they get to the heart of the the issues with this team. They speak in real. They're not, they're not, um, they don't do this weird thing where they talk down to their fans that I feel like I've, I've heard and or seen in other podcasts. Where, I'll, where you know, we'll say a player and other. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but um, yeah, and so you know, we I I will want you know, content creators like these guys to be elevated, you know, in the Mavs, um, I guess I don't want to say kingdom, but you know, you guys know what I mean. So let's work hard. Let's work together. I'm about to cough. Uh, hold on. <coughs> yeah, let's work hard and uh, you know, get. You know, guys like we talk Mavs, Glow Yard Gang, and TGK and company, and you know Mavs Outsiders to elevate them so they can be, you know, people who y'all will listen to, and we actually can, you know, have a voice for for the Mavs instead of people who, you know, want to feed you guys BS. So yeah, yes sir. And uh, me and King will be on that roundtable, guys. We'll, we'll let y'all know. Um, when that is, uh, we still uh, get some things together, man. Shout out to DDP. Uh, I think he said Big Game James is gonna be on there too, man. Shout out to Big Game James. Shout out to the whole DDP, to the whole Dallas Prospect crew. Of course, Andy's on there too. Um, but yeah, with all that being said, guys, it is your boy Real. I got my guest Andy on wins for the Dallas Prospect. Shout out to King, man. I hope everything good well with King, man. He has some things that yeah. came up. Uh, but with all that being said, guys, we'll be back here. Same map time, same map channel on Tuesday after the Go State Warriors game. Stay up. Go Mavs. And we out.